This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station, and I'm Lily Chai. With so many different languages in the world, more than 7,000 to be exact, how can we still communicate with people all around the world? I think we don't give enough credit to translators and interpreters who use their language skills to break the language barriers and allow all of us to communicate no matter what language we speak. Language is a language service provider startup based in Penang, and they provide language solutions in more than 50 languages. I'm here with the co-founders of Language, Joy Ui and Yin Ui, to know what it's like to run a business housing translators, transcribers, and subtitlers. Welcome to the show, girls. Hi, Lily. Nice to be here. Okay, so both of you started uh, this business together. You guys are twins. Why did you both start this business together? Yeah, before we start this business, we were actually freelance translators ourselves before. But then when the demand increased and then we are getting more clients and then we think, okay, ourselves alone couldn't handle this uh, this kind of request anymore. And then we see a potential of uh, transforming from freelance translators to an agency. Then my sister actually Yin, like invited <laughs> me like, hey, Joy, should we start an agency ourselves? And then I, I, I just kind of thought, okay, it was a no-brainer. And then I said, yes. And so I got on board with her idea. And then together we started uh, language. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is really interesting, right? Um, do you, did you have any experience in the business or the entrepreneurial space before you started a business? No, no, actually, like, like our family, we, we don't have any, you know, entrepreneurial blood runs in our family. We don't have that. And then like what Joyce said, we were freelance translators. And actually, I underwent a training in an American translation company before. And I saw their business models and they, they trained me for like quite some time and then grew myself into understanding uh, how the translation companies, translation agencies actually work. Mm. So I told my sister that I think I'm confident in running this kind of thing. I, like I'm ready to transform from a freelance translator into into a, a entrepreneur, mm. something like that. Yeah. Right. So we are still exploring, like learning a lot because we have got our mentors ourselves as well. Mm. Right. <laughs> the mentors as in the... Uh, language mentors or business mentors? Oh, business mentors. Right. Okay, right. So uh, I do want to talk about that later. Uh, mm, but okay. can you tell us first what does language do and what is the meaning behind the name? Yeah, actually language, you know, from the names itself, you can see that it's like language plus words. So basically we deal with languages. But this is like too generic. But in a deeper level, language does localization and subtitling. Like other than the normal, you know, document translation services, our focuses are on localization, such as website localization, game localization, and then subtitling. Like for example, the subtitles you watch on TV shows or in cinemas. Uh, what's the difference between translating something and localizing something? 
Yeah, okay, this is actually like popular Common. question. Yeah, yeah. Translating actually is like just translating from one language into another. It's more simple. It's more simple. Just translate from one language to another. But then localization, it involves like you need to adapt to the target language, target country, cultural norms. Yeah. Even in some, you know, really hardcore localization, you would convert the currency, the color, and then the team, the people that represent the model, you know, like for example, um, a clothing website, the model will change. Brand the, will, brand. the brand will change the model mm-hmm. wearing their clothes. Yeah, that is localization. Yeah. So, so basically it's like adapting to the culture, the target languages, culture and the slangs that they use as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Imagine it's a circle, then translation will be the smaller circles and then localization will be right. the bigger circle. Yeah. Oh, right. All right. That's really interesting. Now, um, is there a reason behind, besides, you know, you say that there is a, a demand, a higher demand, an increased demand, in fact, uh, in the in your clients, right? They, they, they want more people to translate and localize their uh, materials and their, their content. Now, are there any gaps that you are trying to fill in the market? And, you know, what are the problems that are present that you are trying to fix now? Oh, okay. Uh, initially, we want to do this because we found out that there are actually Malay translation agency, but that is like not as many. And then from what we research is that there are no one Malaysia-based translation agency that works 24-7 and yeah, yeah. I really can, excel I, I, in subtitling, like really excel in subtitling. So we thought we want to, you know, fill this gap, represent Southeast Asian and, and especially Malaysia more. And yeah, so we are trying to fill this gap. And mm-hmm. also when we, you know, when we're, how to say, we were being contacted by some Malaysian translation agency, not to say they are not as professional, but, but they are more like a small team, a small translation team rather than not not to say they are not legitimate, they are, but they are not, not giving off the giving off the translation agency vibe like the overseas ones. The sus- some of them they might look suspicious, although they are legitimate. They don't have like an established uh website per se. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have- that's the thing. They they only yeah. have like a WhatsApp group, something like that. Right. WhatsApp group or, or or even a telegram group. Right. And then they just assign jobs there and then many translators are were joining that group and it just didn't feel like what we what we would do uh, in other agencies company based in you know foreign countries yeah mm. no so let's recap about what you basically do right so what mm. you do is provide services from translation transcription uh, subtitling uh, ling- mm. you engage with linguistic specialists right mm. who kn- people yep. who know languages now um, tell us how big is their market demand for all these kind of services and which service is the most in demand according to your experience Oh. So our most in-demand service would be subtitling, subtitle translation. Uh, that includes transcription, time, time stamping, then subtitle translation and subtitle edit. Mm-hmm. So the marker, how how big is this marker? Is that, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I need to pull out some statistics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so for like subtitling, actually the user market is like very, very huge. It is beyond like two, two, 200 and 500 and I think because it's like how many viewers, you know, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, HBO, Prime, mm-hmm. 
peacock they got, then that is the, you know, the overall market. But that actually in subtitling industry, only a f- very few key players got these clients. Uh, other small companies like us, we are actually like, do, will be, we will be, how to say, scrapping off what they, what they are not dominating. Like mm-hmm. we will be subtitling, you know, company videos and uh, some promotional video, tutorial videos, etc. So in order to get those big names we actually had to, you know, like kind of uh, work with uh, bigger agencies to achieve to that. So like for ourselves, our company, the user market, of course, it, it's, it would be one to two M, but for the bigger market size, it would be around like 500 and 600 M. One of our uh, forte's, is is also game game localization. So you know, game is basically much larger than the TV shows, the entertainment. Uh, industry yeah Mm, right mm. okay I do want to talk about how do you find people how do you find talent to work with and who your clients are but we do need to head into some messages but don't go anywhere I'm here with the co-founders of Langwords they are a language service provider startup based in Penang Malaysia that provides language solutions in more than 50 languages Uh, do stay with us here on Open for Business BFM 89.9 Breakfast for Masters, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station, and I'm Lily Chai. I'm here in the studio with Joy and Gin Ui. They are the co-founders of Langwords. And Langwords is a language service provider startup that is based in Penang. And they provide language solutions in more than 50 languages, uh, housing, translators, transcribers, and subtitlers as well. So how do you find these people? And how do you ensure that the quality that they deliver is consistent throughout? So we actually, we source our, you know, freelance language from many websites, like, but especially from pros.com, LinkedIn, and some visit their personal websites. And also a large source of um, sourcing worker would be the freelancers. They would introduce themselves via cold emails, etc. Because we have you know, put on our web, uh, put on a small uh, segment on website that saying like if you are a linguist and then you are interested in working with us, you can contact us uh, via this email. So like a lot of freelancers, they would you know actually send their resumes to that email, and then we are also sourcing from that. Yeah. And then, oh, what is the second question? How, how do we ensure the deliverables? Oh, of- yeah, yeah, yeah. I got okay, it. so for this kind of thing, we will always like encourage our client to, you know, have a second step, which is proofreading. So it's like a translation plus editing. We will have, you know, four pairs of eyes to, to translate those documents. But before we got the translators and editors to take on this project, we will give them a small test or like just run through their CV if they have enough information like okay your resume already says a lot about it and then your personal profile checks out so yeah so like we will trust you enough to give you this job right so you provide language solutions in more than 50 languages right (laughs) yeah which is the most popular language the the most in demand 
Yeah, since we are based in Malaysia, normally clients will will find us for for Southeast Asia languages as well as iPad languages like right. Chinese. Actually, three variants of Chinese: Chinese simplified Chinese, traditional Chinese Taiwan, and traditional Chinese Hong Kong. Mm. So basically, they they will find us for Malay. Uh, the most in demand languages are Malay. Then the three variants of Chinese. Tagalog, Indonesian, and Thai. Yeah. But we also uh, did work on other projects like in Russian, in, in Brazilian, Portuguese. Uh, we also do this some um, rare language projects like Palawan. I'm not sure you, uh, you have heard of this language before because when I, when I work on this, uh, it was the first time I heard of this <laughs> language when I work on in Palawan. Yeah. Great. So how many active workers are under you currently? If you're counting all freelance languages actively working with us, then it will be more than 500. Because we have got some uh, really big subtitling projects and that project itself has more than 300 languages already. Like mm. that project alone, yeah. Right. So speaking of which, how many clients do you have now? And who are they? Are they corporate clients or uh, what industry are they in? Our, yeah, like Lily, you had a right guess is that our clients are mostly corporate clients. Many of them are B2B customers and they are companies located in the US, UK, India, Spain, Japan, Ireland and more. I'm not sure if we are allowed to say this, but like <laughs> the audience, like we do not have any Malaysian client. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, and all of them are foreign clients. Right. Yeah. Our main focus, our most in-demand service is subtitling, is subtitles translation. And although we are not working directly with them, we are working with our partners, vendors. So our subtitle, our deliverable, our end product will eventually be used by uh, the big names in this industry like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, etc. That is really interesting. No Malaysian <laughs> clients... Yeah, yeah. So far, we don't have any Malaysian client. Yeah, they are all foreign clients. Yeah. Do you know? Do you have any idea why that is the phenomenon? Um, because first thing I think is because of the currency. Because we we charge in US dollars right. rather than Malaysian ringgit. So I guess now everything is online, right? You don't have mm-hmm. a physical office whatsoever. You only yeah, yeah. That's correct. Uh, because we do have we do join a group company now and we have a office in KL but we don't work there yeah but basically you can say we have a physical office there yeah Mm. so are you acquired by another company no, 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 I don't think it's like acquired uh it's more to how to say like uh joining forces we we have more shareholders now yeah So talk to me about the financial side of things. Uh, Did you start your business uh, bootstrapped or did you receive funds from investors or loans and things like that? Yeah, 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 we bootstrap ourselves. Right. We yeah. don't have any capital. Yeah, we we do allocate. Uh, we did allocate some some money into the into uh, purchasing a website domain, purchasing a website domain, and then me and Joy we just uh design the website ourselves like the way we wanted and then for other we didn't have any marketing yeah we didn't do any paid marketing until at this point yeah until this point yeah so you did everything without marketing and how would potential clients know about you then <laughs> like, like we are still figuring out how to do it because actually like just now we say you can see that we we right now we our most of our clients are b2b but then i actually want to 
go to B to C as well. I want to have,、mm. you know, meet more individual clients too. Because actually, individual clients, I know that they are purchasing power would be also quite okay too. Yeah, there are potential in it. And then for marketing, like we are taking courses, and then we are learning via、mm. uh, via YouTube, like you know,、mm. like we want to go to marketing、mm, in in. In the near future too, but right now we are getting our clients because of I think word of mouth. Yeah, initially the the whole point of starting this company is was because we had enough words. Yeah, the client came from that.、Mm. Okay, so I saw that、uh, Languids won the Alpha Startups Digital Accelerator. Yeah,、uh, it's run by Lead Ventures, right? That's yeah, the competition. Yeah.、Uh, so I'm I'm wondering,、uh, are you able to look for? Funding more easily through that, and are you looking for funding essentially?、Mm. We are we are not looking for funding at this moment. And after winning the uh uh Asda, we we do we did have some uh investors and other uh VCs coming to uh, uh reaching out to us. Eventually, we eventually we had to turn some offers down lah because we because we know we want to make sure that the funds and it's. Come along commitments because you know when you receive funds, of course you need to you know、uh, commit to something.、Right. We want to make sure that yeah these commitments are aligned with what we want to do.、Right. And sometimes、yeah. you know um, um the other parties would not uh they would not、mm. want this or、uh, something like that. So we did have to turn down a few offers.、Uh, yeah,、mm. so we did not accept any funding. Uh, at the moment we speak, uh, I think Yin and I can. Proudly say that we are still bootstrapping. Yeah, so <laughs> right. Yeah. So, are you profitable yet? Oh yeah, we are actually gaining profit since our establishment because the how to say the reason that we started out this whole thing is because we have enough jobs to do this. Yeah, like we have enough jobs to guarantee that okay, we are gaining profits. But so, we still how to say we still join join startup programs. We still set we are. St- Still setting out to look for business mentors because we don't have any entrepreneur icon or something in our family. We don't have any one to look look for when we need advice. So we still set, we still go out and set to look for mentors, partners, etc.、Mm-hmm. to join us on this journey. And that's why we join all these startup programs, networking events, you、mm-hmm. know, to really look for our business mentors,、Great. yeah, and partners. Yeah, you've been almost you've been running the company for almost two years already.、Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Uh, right. I have a question. This is about、um, technology. There's talks about you know ChatGPT, you know rise of AI, right? So do you think、mm. one day digital technology will ever replace translators, transcribers, subtitlers? Is that、yeah. possible one day?、Mm. In my opinion, <laughs> a machine versus humans. The trend is that AI, you know, will continue to serve as a To as a helping hand right now, but not to replace human translators in any near future.、Mm-hmm. Because human creativity still weighs a lot in our in- industry right now. Basically, AI translation is now working because the content they they translate perfectly is usually usually the content that isn't creative, like maybe engineering text or some、mm-hmm. theory. Those are straightforward text that. Doesn't need a lot of creativity, but when you are watching a TV show, you will see a lot, a lot of advertisements, and they will still need human translator to translate their content. Yeah. Speaking of which, right, I I still remember reading one of your posts about you know Wednesday the the Netflix show. Yeah. Right. How uh she how she uncovered the snap twice the、mm-hmm. riddle right. 
Mm, and yeah. then it was translated very badly into Mandarin. I think people who can't speak English but they, they only speak Mandarin, they couldn't understand like what's going on in, in that in the whole riddle, right? They just tra- literally translated everything word for word. Mm. And yeah, you I I think you guys kinda tweak it a little bit to make it make sense for the riddle uh-huh. to work, right? And I and I Yeah, that, you, you yeah, read that, that post? Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and and I think that that is something AI can never replicate right? yeah they can never Be- because because yeah because uh, if, uh that post is actually written by me yeah so in that post i also explained that the the translator actually did retain the ori- the original meaning in his in his or her translation but but that approach is not suitable in this case but maybe sometimes, you know, the translator already translated it creatively right. by the, how to say, the production company, the broadcasting company didn't, just didn't want to accept right. this kind of creative mm. translation. So maybe it's not the translator's fault at this at uh, at this point, but yeah. So yeah, you are right, right that uh, AI translation will never replace human in, in mm. this kind of context. Yeah. Right. So final question, what are your future plans so we are like uh, we we bring in uh we bring in more shareholders now and we are actually developing a platform where clients can order directly in, uh in that platform and then a code will be automatically presented to them upon checkout. So we are developing that platform right now and in future we also want to integrate the useful subtitling tool we are using right now into the platform so our translators can uh can directly work in that platform rather than using a third party app. All right, Joy, you want to add anything? Uh, I guess it's like to tap into, you know, like EMEA markets more because right now we are, you know, our focuses are more on iPad, like those Chinese, uh, Korean, Japanese, uh, C- uh, CJK languages and then Southeast Asian languages. But then we would like to, you know, explore more opportunities in those European languages. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and then eventually go to like those thank you so much for spending time with me again enjoy uh, no no thank you to uh, Lily for you know for having us and then like spending your Thursday morning with us yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been speaking to Yin and Joy they are the co-founders of Langwords Langwords is a language service provider startup based in Penang Malaysia that provides language solutions in more than 50 <laughs> languages if you miss any part of this show of course you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to download the full conversation I'm Lily Chai and this has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.